Mac Power Users, episode 536, Our Bags. Hello and welcome back to Mac Power Users. My name is Stephen Hackett. And I'm joined as always by my friend and yours, Mr. Davis Sparks. Hello, Mr. Stephen Hackett. I am so excited for today's show. This is one of my favorite kinds of shows we do, and it's been a long time since we talked about bags and the good old Mac Power Users. It's a fun topic. It's a topic where, you know, the, the people in the uh, forum who complain that the show costs them money, like, <laughs> be warned. <laughs> just skip this one. Yeah, just, <laughs> just uh, you know, disable Apple Pay on your phone for a while. No, it is fun, yeah. and it's it's something that, look, there's a lot of, like, different types of nerdy communities, right? There's, like, Mac people. There's Android people. There's people who are into gaming but bags are one of those things that cross all nerd universes, right? If you're yes, into Star Wars yes. or ink pens or computers, it doesn't really matter. We all have this need. So this is, we're trying to bring the world together is what I'm saying. We are, man. We're unifying. We're a unifying force for good. <laughs> That's for right. bags. Before we get into this, I, I do have one little announcement, if you would permit me. Um, I know we have a bunch of people who who have joined the Relay FM membership and support a Mac Power user. So first of all, thank you very much for that. It means the world to us. Uh, but I did want to let people know about a a new perk of Relay FM membership. We sent an email out about this uh, about a week ago, but uh, if you missed it, we are, or we have launched a Discord for Relay FM members. It works pretty much like Slack. Uh, so if you're a Relay FM member, uh, you can log into that. You can go to Relay dot fm slash membership and you can uh, see the details there and uh, sign right in with your membership we'd love to have you there's a lot of good stuff going on over there already i think it's going to be a lot of fun yeah agreed i mean and we're going through rough times right now as everybody else is i mean we're uh, we have fewer sponsors because it's just a hard time and we're not asking that you sign up if you are in furlough or if you're having trouble right now just listen to the show enjoy it we're here to bring joy to your life not pain Absolutely. But if you want to support us, we really would appreciate it. Okay, um, our bags, our bags, bags, man. So we had a couple listeners write in and ask about it, and it's just come up several times lately, and it's it's snuck into just general show content. So we thought it would be fun to take apart what bags we carry and what gear we take when we're on the road mm-hmm. or even just going down the street, and. Um, I think probably the place to start with is the physical bag. It's funny you said take take it apart. I actually did that in preparation for this. In fact, it's still in a pile on my other desk in my office. I took everything out of my bag. <laughs> like, what is actually in here? And like a lot of people, there was more in there than I thought. So I did, I did a little spring cleaning thanks to this topic. So thank you, David, for <laughs> sparking that in my life. Yeah. Did you find some like cables in there that you don't need anymore? So I'll talk about this. The bag I have is pretty big. And so it what goes in it changes. And I guess at some point I'd done something for like a customer and I had a like a firewire 400 to 800 cable in there. It's like, I don't need nice. that every day. Nice. <laughs> so like, that went back so to the toolbox. been that for like two years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why is this SCSI connector in here? <laughs> <laughs> SCSI, man, that, that's a blast from the past. It's uh, something from the past. All right. Um, so what is your bag, Stephen? What's the bag that you strap onto your back? Yeah, so mine is the Tom Ben Cynic 30 or Cynic. I don't know how to pronounce these things. I'm going to go with Cynic. 
Cynic 30. It's a big bag and it's a it's the size that it is to fit the laptop that I have. And it's it's pricey, but Tom Ben makes incredible stuff. I've had a number of Tom Ben bags over the years and generally what happens is I change computer sizes and then I've got to get another one out. So, uh, but this bag is pretty new to their lineup. It is based on the old, it's still for sale, so it's not old, but it's based on an older bag called the, the Synapse, but it's kind of just better in every way. So it has like a, a separate laptop compartment. Tom Ben's bags, like their thing for a long time was their modular inside. So like if you have a laptop, you get a laptop sleeve and then that affixes into the bag. And this one did, did away with some of that. And I've been uh, I've been really happy with it. I feel like this one is a lot more I think streamlined than the Synapse. The Synapse always felt to me like a massive bag. Mm-hmm. This doesn't look as big. Yeah, if you didn't know this was a thirty liter bag when you saw it, you would be surprised. And they have a smaller one, but again, I've got the big one, so it fits my laptop. And mine is black with the uh, the gray interior. And Tom Ben is a great company for bags. They're I believe based in Seattle. Yes. When I was up there for a blog world with Rosemary Orchard, she went to the Tom Ben factory. She had a great time. And another thing I like about Tom Ben is they have tons of little things like you can put in your bag, like little key pouches or ID pouches or whatever of varying sizes. So you really can go modular if you get into the Tom Ben system. But even if you have a different bag, you can still buy Tom Ben accessories and stick them in there. Yeah, I've got a couple of those. I've got what's called their Snake Charmer, which is just a double-sided mesh bag. That's where I keep all my cables and adapters and stuff. And then a new addition uh, that Alex Cox turned me on to is the Handy Little Thing Pouch. And I use that. This is really changes if I'm traveling or what I'm doing, but it's like a little bag within a bag, and it fits in the front pocket really nicely. And so if you need to like take something out uh, very quickly, you could have it all in here. But yeah, it's all modular inside. It's got hooks inside. So you can, you can like, I could hang some of those inside the bag if I wanted to, you know, suspend them. And all this stuff is super high quality. I've had that snake charmer probably for 10 years and like it looks, it looks brand new. There's no fraying. You know, sometimes mesh, you can tear the mesh. Like it has been, it has been perfect for me for a really long time. I love that on the handy little thing product page, it has five rolls of 35 millimeter film. Yeah. That's- stuff you store in it i mean tom ben knows their audience Mm -hmm. let's just say that (laughs) but the uh yeah i've got a similar we'll talk about when we get to mine but i've got a similar product i use that does the same thing i i like a bag within a bag that's that's a good thing Mm -hmm. but you've got a big note here steven and it's called the good news of strap keepers that's right so this is a pretty new tom ben product and they so i paid for my backpack i paid for everything else the these they sent me and there's little elastic bands. If you go in the show notes, they don't look like anything at all. But what they do is brilliant. So, you know, we have, we all have backpacks. They have long straps for adjustability. And like sometimes those extra straps, like, you know, they're flying around, right? So if it's windy, they're flapping around. You get them caught in a car door or something. What this lets you do is fold them up and then wrap this elastic around them so they stay really neat and tidy. So on their product page, you can see a picture of this. Again, this is something you can use on any backpack, and they're $5 a pair. Like, this is the thing. If you're going to order anything off this episode, do this, because it makes any backpack better. It's really, really nice. Let the record reflect. I have just spent my first money of today's episode. (laughs) Yes. These are great. These are great. 
Um, so that's your your main bag, though, is the uh, is the Tom Ben. Uh, I have because you have two bags listed on your bag list. Mm-hmm. I have. Let me see here. One, two, three. I have like five listed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because when back in the day when Daisy and I were boyfriend and girlfriend, I used to make fun of her for how many purses she had, you know. But now she came in here one day and just looked at all of my bags and said, you may no longer make fun of my purses because <laughs> I am just as bad as she is. So I have bags for everything, right? The My standard bag, though, is um, called the STAD backpack s-t-a-a-d backpack uh, you can get it as at sfbags.com i never really understood so their their url is fs bags but the company is waterfield and i bought this bag at least five years ago maybe closer to 10 years ago i don't know how old this bag i bought it when they first released it and they have two sizes i got the larger size and um i just love this bag so much it's a uh, I have the brown one. So it's got a leather flap that drops over the top. It's got two side pockets. So if you take one sleeve off, it slides in front of you. You can get into the side pocket right in front of you without taking the bag off. Mm -hmm. So I always put tech on the left and like pills and tissue and stuff on the right. So I know which side I need to go to to get things. And there's just a couple features on this bag that I really like. It's got a zipper. Once you open the flap, there's a zipper down the center. So you can just unzip down the center and get into the bag to get access to all your stuff. And the other thing they do that is just brilliant. I don't know why every bag manufacturer doesn't copy this feature. They've got gold fabric on the inside because most of them have, they're black on the inside. So you look in, you've got a bunch of, you know, dark stuff against Mm -hmm. a dark background. You can't find anything Um, that actually makes a difference having that gold liner. And it's got a couple pockets on the inside, and they've got straps on the inside you can hang your keys on. And they have them in a variety of designs, so you can get it in canvas or leather or whatever you want. I I like the brown ones. In my mind, I want my bags to look like something Indiana Jones would carry, or Ray from Star Wars, either one. But I So I've had this bag for a long, long time. It looks like it did the day I bought it. Uh, It's comfortable. The straps are nice and comfortable. And it's not too big. Now... This isn't a bag that you'd probably carry around a 16-inch laptop in, mm-hmm. uh, but you can absolutely carry a, an iPad in it or a 13-inch laptop, and it's got two pockets on the inside, so you can put like your notebook or whatever else. And I don't know. I just like the way it feels, and it's it's my most commonly used backpack. I guess that's another point we should pr- probably raise is backpack versus bag, but anyway. If this is the bag that you always have at WBC or, you know, events we do together, it's a very David yeah. Sparks bag. Like <laughs> it is, it is great. Uh, one yeah. thing, one thing you said that I always want to echo is the fabric on the inside. So the Tom Ben I have uses a really light gray. The Synapse I, I used to have had bright green interior for the same reason, right? If you're like fishing around, like, especially if you're someplace compact, like you're in an airplane seat, you're trying to get something out and you really can't see that lighter color makes a really big difference. And I think it's kind of like a fun Easter egg. Like, oh, look, this, the inside of my bag is bright. It's kind of a fun little detail. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, you've had this bag, I feel like as long as I've known you. I mean, it's just in my yeah. mind, this is like the David Sparks bag. And it is really cool looking in person. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's almost like the older it gets, the better it looks. Mm. Yeah. The other thing I like about it is the clasp on it. I think if they said it was off an ammo box. You know how the marketing is on some of this stuff. But sure. but it's it, the way it works is 
you just give it a little tug and it opens, but it's absolutely secure when it's closed. So I really like, I just like, I, you know, just like as an Apple fan, I like it when a company thinks about the little things. And I think these guys just do a good job of that. Um, I had some of their other bags over the years, but this is the one that I, I always use. I, I wanted to say though, like when I was in college and I was cool, I used to use like a messenger bag all the mm-hmm. time, like a sling. And I don't know about you, but at some point along the way, I realized that I'd have, have like sore knees at the end of the day or my yep. shoulder would be sore. And at some point I stopped being cool and just went with a backpack. Mm-hmm. And um, so most of my bags, if you're a messenger bag person, uh, SF bags has some good ones. And so does, so does Tom Ben, but I don't think either one of us are going to be talking about many of them. No, I used one in college as well. And what, did it in for me is that I went from college into an IT career and very often would be carrying two laptops or like a laptop and someone's network switch. It's like, this doesn't work in a shoulder bag, you know? Uh, yeah. So the backpack too, get not only lets you handle more weight, but they're usually more flexible in terms of, of what you can carry. But yeah, I'm the same way. I don't, I have, I have a Tom Ben, I forget what it's called. I'll, if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. They have like a little day pack sling bag that I will use very occasionally, but it, you know, if I'm just going to the coffee shop with like just my iPad, but if I have a laptop or anything else, it is a backpack. Yeah. Hey, let me do one more since okay. I've got more than you. I, okay. A couple of years ago, my daughter for Christmas gave me, it's the company's called Apollos, A P O L I S. They make these canvas like grocery bags, but they're custom printed. And she made a cool one that said Sparks and then it says Dagobah. And um, Tatooine on the side of it, like I'd been traveling throughout the galaxy. I just liked it, but I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And when my main studio was upstairs and I worked downstairs a lot too, I started using it called the upstairs downstairs bag. And it's like kind of famous in the family. It's like, where's dad's upstairs downstairs bag? But (laughs) it's just a bag that I can throw an iPad in or even a laptop or a notebook or if I'm, you know, getting the mail downstairs, I want to bring upstairs. It's what every time I move, go up and down the stairs, I just grab this bag, and it's been so useful for me. Um, and I don't know; it's kind of a niche use. And now that my main studio is downstairs, I don't think I'll be using it as much. But it, it sure is nice having the ability to just have a bag you can carry stuff up and down the stairs. And anyway, yeah, it's cool. That's that's an easy one. What, <laughs> what about you? You have you have more? Let me hear your other bag. Yeah, I do. So I've got a camera bag. So I shoot, I mean, I have off my iPhone a bunch and I have a little point shoot camera, but my big camera is a Sony a7 III, which is, a, you know, DSL, it's a, it is a mirrorless camera, but it's a DSLR size, right? Like it's a full size camera yeah. and I have a couple of lenses for it. I think three lenses. And that is something that I really want in a bag that is just for it for a couple of reasons. One camera bags generally have really nice padding and a lot of flexibility. So you can like mine is from in case and it has like Velcro in it. So I can like mix and match the sizes of compartments. So not everything's rattling around. And if I'm going to go out to like take a walk and I want to take my camera or we're going to go on a trip, I know that I can grab one bag and all my camera stuff is in it. In fact, it's where I store my camera. Like even like now when I'm just in the studio, I'm going to shoot a video later this week. I'll go into that bag and get the stuff out. When I'm done, it'll go back in the bag. And it's just yeah. the in-case DSLR sling pack. I've had it for probably 10 or 15 years. I've had it uh, as long as they've made it. I feel like I've had it a really long time. 
It's very simple. It's very basic, but it totally gets the job done for my needs. There are much bigger, nicer camera bags, but for my body and a couple of lenses that I own, you know, some batteries and SD cards and that sort of thing, I've really, uh, really found that this is a, a nice option for, for my needs. Yeah, I have to admit, I uh, I went ahead and bought a Peak Everyday Bag a few years ago for the same reason. Yeah. Like I've got this fancy camera, and I didn't want it banging around in my backpack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I spent all this money on it and the lenses. So uh, Peak makes this great backpack where it's modular, and you can uh, basically custom fit your lenses and camera to the bag. Uh, my big regret is I bought the 20-liter one, mm-hmm. and I wish I had bought the bigger one, the 30-liter yeah. one. Um, in hindsight and now i have a bigger computer so that's even more of a problem but it's a great bag and um i don't use it often but when i do it's another bag where you can tell the people who made it thought about every little thing absolutely i've got one of these i think i have the 30 liter but i don't use it that often in fact i probably need to maybe uh, sell it to somebody but the reason i don't use it often is the i find the straps pretty uncomfortable and with a full-size MacBook Pro, even in the 30-liter, it's pretty tight. Like, really, this is a camera bag that some people can stuff a laptop into. Now, if you have a smaller laptop, then you would be better off. But it is pretty tight on the 16-inch MacBook Pro. So this is one that's, it's you know, been – I used it for a while and then switched to the, the Tom Ben that I have now. Yeah. Uh, on the topic of Peak Design, I also bought their – it's called the Gear Bag, which Peak Design sells. And it's very similar – to the little bag you got from Tom Ben. And I keep that stuffed with a bunch of the daily, you know, little tech stuff I need with me. And that bag goes into any of the other bags. And, you right. know, I'll drop it into, you know, the stat or to the the peak if I need. So it's just kind of great. And I keep that preloaded as well. So if I'm just going out the door, I can grab that and I have generally what I need. Mm-hmm. And then the last bag I'll bring up, I'm sorry, gang, we're just, we're bag people apparently is when I'm a lawyer, I need to go into a meeting. And when I hit 20 years in practice, I spent a bunch of money and bought myself a Saddleback leather briefcase, which was really fancy. And then like two years later, I left my firm and I, I, I'm not doing as much litigation now. And that Saddleback leather bag, never, I never really quite got it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's heavy and big and the leather is still real stiff. And I wanted something smaller because usually when I go to meetings with clients, I've got a, a pad of paper and I've got an iPad and, and some other stuff and I'm good. And I really, uh, this is another one I got from SF bags. This one they gave me. So full disclosure, I didn't pay for this one. It's a, it's called the airporter and it's a, um, briefcase that was designed to fit underneath a seat on an airplane. And it's just the perfect height that you can stick it on the plane, uh, the seat on the plane and still get your feet under the seat in front of you. But it's also just really well designed. The zippers open all the way around so you can like open it all the way when you're going through security. But also when you're just going somewhere and you want to get access to it. It's got a great set of pockets on the inside. It feels really good. They have leather and canvas. I got the canvas one with the leather accents. And uh, it also has like the the flap on it where you can drop it on an, on a, a larger luggage or a, a luggage carrier, you know, handle. Oh, yeah, that's that's really handy. Yeah, so I just whenever and I've got that preloaded with all my legal stuff. And usually when I go out back when I used to go to meetings, um, I would take that bag and put the 11 inch iPad in it and I'd be really good. I'd be solid for, you know, all day of meetings. 
And that's just a, a great little briefcase. I know it's not as fancy looking as my Saddleback leather one. And I'm probably going to, I know a lawyer who, uh, who uh, just had a big change in her career. I'm probably going to just send this to her, the Saddleback, because I just don't use it anymore. But mm-hmm. either way, um, the, uh, I, I really like uh, the, the kind of the compactness of that. So, so those are my main ones. There's a couple more, but we won't go there. My wife might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like what you said about having things preloaded. So like my snake charmer, if I switch bags, I can just put it in the other bag. Or if, say, I'm taking a weekend trip, right, or we're going camping or something, I can just leave it here, right, because I don't need a bunch of USB-C <laughs> dongles in the woods. And so I can take yeah. it all out as one thing and then put clothes or whatever in that bag. And that that sort of modularity can really speed things up. If you're like us and you have a couple of bags or your context changes, the, the context that the bag is used in changes, it can be really handy to make that quickly. And that way you don't forget something or drop something. It's like, oh, this unit of stuff goes with me on these types of days. And I have found that to be incredibly helpful over the years. Yeah, it's like the for me the legal briefcase has certain kinds of pins in it and mm-hmm. business cards and all kinds of things that I don't normally need when I'm just you know banging around or going to Disneyland. But if I'm going to a meeting or a court, it's something I absolutely need. Right. And because I have several bags, I because some of our podcasters I've heard like they put a set of cables in their bag and they have a set at home, so. They never get them lost. I have too many bags to, you know, configure everyone this way. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the truth, right? I mean, sure. I'm not going to put a set of cables in that stad bag and into the peak bag. But since I have that that tech bag, I basically have a transportable set of cables. Yeah, that's what I've got. I've got a stuff that stays at home and the things that stay in the bag stay in the snake charmer and can change contacts with me over time. Yeah, and we we're both we've decided we're going to um, shoot some videos and put them on YouTube of us opening up our bags. So that'll kind of go along with this show. Um, we'll put links into the show notes. Stevens is probably already in post production, and mine hasn't even started yet. No, I haven't filmed it yet. I'm gonna film it tomorrow. Yeah, you got some time. Mine will be uh, the first one I shoot, first video I shoot in the new studio. So cool. you guys can watch that, see what you think. But uh, either way. Um, so that, that'll be fun if you want to see these bags, but we got more to talk about. This episode of Mac Power Users is brought to you by 1Password, the password manager that I have used for years to make sure that my accounts, my data online, safe and sound. Now, 1Password has a ton of great features, but one I've spent a lot of time with recently is Watchtower. So if you open 1Password, there's a Watchtower section in the sidebar. And it's broken down to some things. So compromised websites, vulnerable passwords, reused passwords, two-factor authentication, a bunch of different things that can let you get ahead of the curve when it comes to your online security. So over the last couple of weeks, just as I have a little free time, I've been going through here. I, to my shame, had quite a few sites that were using all the same password, which of course is a big no-no. So I've been going through there and resetting account passwords online, updating them in 1Password, and it's all really easy to make that flow because 1Password works really well right in the browser. I can open my phone. They all sync right over. It's been way easier than I thought it would be. I've kind of been putting this off because like I don't have two days to do this, but in just a, an afternoon, I got almost everything taken care of. If you've got a little free time on your hands, definitely go check out Watchtower. 
and 1Password. If you work with a team, 1Password for Business can be an excellent way to make sure that your coworkers, employees, staff, they have access to the things that they need. And right now, 1Password has lifted the trial limits to help businesses work more securely from home. You can learn more about that over on the 1Password website. It's really cool. So if you want to check this out, head on over to onepasswordcom MPU. You can learn more there and sign up for a free 30-day trial. And when you sign up, you'll get 20% off. That's onepasswordcom MPU. So we've talked about our bags. Maybe we should talk a little bit about the tech that goes in them. So do you want to kick this off? Yeah, let's do it. Um, for me, it, it, actually, the tech has got the load has got lighter over the years. Um, as Apple has kind of uh, honed in on USB-C for most of its platform, except the, the iPhone, um, it's made it easier in terms of the cables I carry. And as the battery life has got increasingly better, um, I have not got as anal retentive about carrying extra you know, power and everything. But I do carry a 10,000 milliamp anchor battery that I've had now for a while. I bought, um, uh, in my house, the way this is the way these batteries work. I get them, I keep them in a certain place that my kids are aware of, so they randomly disappear. You know, about every three or four months, I lose one. So I always have the most current because, you know, when I buy a new one, I keep it for myself. So I've got the new one that has the USB-C uh, plug on it as opposed to the uh, the old USB plug. And that has kind of informed the way I, ca- I pack cables now because I'm trying to do more of a USB-C world. But uh, for me, the starting point um, is always to have that 10,000 milliamp battery. Yeah, I've got one of those big batteries, too. I don't generally carry it unless I'm traveling. Like if I'm just going to the coffee shop or or something like that, it it stays here, but it is essential if you're flying or going away for a weekend. Uh, You know, we do a fair bit of not really camping, but you know, running cabins and state parks and stuff. And very often they'll have Wi-Fi, but, but sometimes they don't, you know, we've all been in a situation where like your phone has like one bar of LTE and it burns through the battery. Uh, A battery pack can really save your bacon in that situation. Yeah, I mean, to me, the reference point is always Disneyland. I, I hate that when I walk around, and I see people that paid a hundred dollars to get in Disneyland for the day, and they're sitting in the bathroom with their phone phone plugged into the wall, you know, mm-hmm. and or you know, just it's silly. And so that ten thousand milliamp is a great size because it, it fits in a jeans pocket. And there's another category battery that's like the twenty to thirty thousand milliamp hours that are much bigger. And I have one of those I'll talk in a minute about where I use that. But th- the smaller one really is not too much of a problem. Yeah. Then there's the Apple phone case. If you're just doing for the iPhone, that's kind of another consideration. But generally for me, that little battery comes with me most of the time. Okay. And then since I have the little battery, I also have my super cable. I've got a you know one of those cables that has got micro USB, USB, and uh, lightning, and USB-C on it. So I can plug it basically into anything. Yeah, I've had one of those in my kitchen for a long time. I think it's dying. I need to I need to look into that. Uh the lightning connector on it is a little acting a little up, I think. Yeah. So you said the tech load has gotten uh less over the years and and we all know that you have shifted to the iPad for a lot of your work. Does that laptop ever make it out with you anymore? Yeah, it does. I mean, so the laptop 
primarily I use it because uh, my daughter does a lot of the edits on the screencast that I make. So we're working sometimes in the same room. So we kind of have two workstations for the production. In the legal racket, I, I do large transactions sometimes where I mean, boy, I sound important, don't I? But anyway, the um, like <laughs> companies buy other companies. So sure. And then the kind of the big payoff for that is the closing when we go to the closing and or when we go to the meetings where we're negotiating. And in those meetings, quite often, there is a ton of documents being shared and worked on simultaneously by many lawyers and accountants around a big table. Okay. In those circumstances, the iPad is not up to the task. Just the file management still, you know, it just doesn't work. It, it I slow down the room. So I bring it to things like that. But for like general client meetings and like short trips, I, I leave the laptop at home. So I do bring it out on occasion, but I don't bring it out often. So when I bring the iPad, I don't need to bring a lot. Like that extra battery might be of note. And get, it's a, for me, it's a given that I have the Magic Keyboard on it at all times when I when I leave the house. Um, it's just such a great keyboard. And uh, so that gets me, and, and the Apple Pencil as well. But that stuff kind of is part of the unit for me. But in terms of stuff I put in my bag for the iPad, there's really not much. If I'm bringing the fancy camera and I just keep the USB-C uh, to SD card reader, I keep that in the um, in my uh, Peak Design bag. So anytime, basically, I take the bag with the camera, I've also got the way to put it on the iPad when I go. Right. But if I carry the laptop with me, all I'm really carrying is a power supply and a long USB-C cord. Okay. How about you? Yeah, so my, my MacBook Pro makes it out. Most of the time, if I'm going to go work somewhere else, and I I meant to put this in the last feedback show, and I, I it just it just sort of skipped my mind. But uh, I have uh, moved to the 16 inch MacBook Pro, so I had a 15.4 inch that Relay listeners remember got covered in stickers at the podcastathon yeah. last year, and so that laptop had a uh, a little accident. Uh-oh. Uh oh, what did you do, Stephen? Uh, it fell off a counter. And uh, no. the screen shattered, and to have the screen replaced, I have to replace the lid, which is covered in podcastathon stickers. And I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't have the the lid replaced. And so I replaced it with a 16 inch MacBook, MacBook Pro, which I've been very happy with. I don't have much to say about it because every it's been reviewed and everything good about it you've heard is is good. Yeah. I really am happy with it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to get like four or five years out of this computer. Me too, uh, unless yeah. it takes a dive off the counter. Somebody's so, going to use that against me one day. I know that that little bit of audio. Yeah. So it. Um, <laughs> yeah. What happened is that it was in a situation where MagSafe would have saved it, <laughs> but it didn't have MagSafe. It's got oh, USB C really? for so, charging. So somebody caught the cord. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, we know it was dumb to have it plugged in there, but I was kind of in the middle of something. You know, stuff happens. So. It would, um, yeah, so it's it's here. I've got a family member who uses a notebook, but they're kind of thinking about a desktop, and I may let them use it as, like, in clamshell mode because the machine still works. It's just the screen is shattered. So anyway, so I've got the 16-inch MacBook Pro. I've been very happy with it. But being a Mac person first, most of the time, if I'm going to go work outside the home, like if I'm going to go work at my favorite coffee shop, the MacBook Pro is usually with me. And when I travel, it's always with me because, or I, when I travel for work, it's always with me because I've got shows to produce. So if I'm on vacation, I'll just take the iPad and it's like, 
Very rarely has it come up where I need a laptop on vacation if something really breaks. But the reason I have that big bag is because I have that big laptop. Okay. Well, cool. I'm, which, which configuration did you get of the 16-inch? I think the same one you did. The one with the one terabyte drive? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's the stock model, but the upper end. The nicer um, one. Yeah. yeah. And it's fantastic. Of course, <laughs> I bought it and I haven't traveled any, so I haven't really pushed through its paces. But I did edit. What video did I edit on? I edited one of my recent videos on it just to see what it would do. And it was fantastic. It's a great laptop. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I took some grief when I talked about buying it the first yeah. time I had some listeners write me telling me what a jerk I am, but mm-hmm. I, I still use the heck out of it. And it's like, it's been really helpful because so my daughter has got a film and TV degree and she actually is a really good editor, but we're working on this stuff at once. So in some senses, instances we're using both at once, but sometimes I just like to use the laptop, take it into the backyard and sit at the patio and get my work done. But either way, um, yeah, it's a nice computer and they fix the keyboard and I just don't really, it's, it's, it's remarkable in it's unremarkableness, if that makes sense. After several years of, of grief with Apple laptops. Mm-hmm. So what about support gear when you bring the laptop with you? In addition to the power brick and the cord, is there anything fancy you bring along? Uh, I mean, there's some, there's some other tech that's always in my bag or at least some, or the, usually often in my bag. So the 11 inch iPad pro is often in there too. If it's a trip, like if I'm actually going somewhere, my Kindle Oasis will be in there. Cause I read on a Kindle. And then most of the time my Sony RX 100, which is a, a point and shoot camera from Sony um, that I really like that is usually always in there. And again, if I, if I need it, I use it and then I put it back, back in there. I bought a, um, it was 40 bucks on Amazon. It's the anchor USB C hub. Mm-hmm. And it's great because it's got HDMI, USB C, Ethernet, SD card, micro SD card. It's just got a bunch of the ports that I occasionally need. And anytime I go on a trip, I take that along with me. And one of the nice things about Apple putting the USB C port on the iPad Pro is I can use it with either the iPad or the laptop. Yeah. And those hubs used to be super expensive. And now with USB-C, they're really not that bad. Yeah, a lot of that stuff has come down. I, f- I feel like I'm just so ready. This is a different topic. I'm so ready for everything to be USB-C. Like, yeah. I, I, I got to take a lightning just to charge my phone. That's, that's annoying. Um, but it is, uh, I think we're getting there slowly. And, and for me, having uh, a lot of things be USB-C or easily adaptable from USB-C has made life a lot better. Do you think Apple is going to make the iPhone USB-C anytime soon? I would be surprised. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I would be surprised because they kind of got it handed to them when they switched from 30-pin to Lightning, and I'm not sure they're, they're over that yet. Yeah, I, I mean, 30-pin to Lightning was a massive improvement for so many reasons. I mean, that was a terrible connector in, in terms of getting it connected and easy to break. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, and everybody said that was a money grab by Apple. They just want us to buy more cables, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that. I think that they did it because the old connector was bad and the new one's good, you know, <laughs> but I also think all of that negative stuff really, it, it stuck with them. I mean, I know it has, cause I've talked to people at Apple that still talk about it to me, you know? So yeah. even though it would make sense to go to USB-C, I don't know that they will. I wonder if at some point there'll be government regulations to require standardized ports. And as I understand it, Apple was played a huge role in the USB-C standard. Like 
it's all but designed by Apple anyway. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, but I, I think it's more likely that they're going to stick with Lightning for a while. Mm-hmm. I think so too. The interesting thing about this is that my bag doesn't have a lot of tech in it anymore because things have simplified. Uh, when I go out and I bring the iPad with me, if I I really don't need the external battery. I It's so rare that I need it if I'm just going out for a day. Now, if I'm going on a plane and going for a trip, I will definitely bring the external battery. But usually the iPad with the Magic Keyboard is probably enough for me to get a full day's work done. I think that's one of the advantages of the iPad, honestly. It's just so delightful to to pack so little. Yeah, it is. Uh... It is kind of nice to be able to have like a really minimal set of things. And in a way, that's kind of the dream, right? So, hey, I just have one thing I can do all my work on and doesn't need anything else. And I'm just I'm just not quite there with the iPad. But for people who are, they're carrying around a lot less weight. That's for sure. That puts a limit on what I can do. Like I can do yeah. almost anything as a lawyer except those big closings like I was talking about earlier. But I can work on Word documents and I can manage email and all the things I normally do on that side. And the Mac Sparky side, I can do everything except video production. Mm-hmm. I've got to be sitting on a Mac to do that. Um, but, you know, if I'm going out, uh, I just kind of go out with the acceptance that I'm not going to do that in exchange for having a much lighter, you know, setup on the road. But what is interesting to me is how much stuff I carry that is not tech related. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah, I pulled everything out of my tech bag, quote unquote tech bag, and and my other bag today, and and looked at it all. And there's there's quite a few pieces in there. You want to talk about some of that stuff? Or yeah, let's take a break, and then we'll talk about that stuff. This episode of the Mac Power Users is brought to you by Text Expander. Save time typing and boost your productivity with Text Expander. Go to textexpander.com/podcasts. Let them know you heard about it here on the Mac Power Users, and you get twenty percent off your first year. I love Text Expander so much because it just saves me time every day. If you type something more than three times, make it a snippet and let Text Expander type it for you. With Text Expander, you can make snippets on one computer and use them on all your devices through TextExpander.com so you're more productive everywhere you type. They host interesting webinars every month, and you can sign up at Text Expander, whether you're a beginner, advanced, or looking forward to implementing Text Expander for your team, and you can learn more about boosting your productivity there. I did one recently for them. I believe it's still available on the website where I talked about some of my favorite power tips for using Text Expander. You can find all of those over at TextExpander.com slash webinar. Now, the thing I like most about Text Expander is they go the extra mile. You know, there's lots of apps that allow you to type a few strings, characters, and put text on, but Text Expander does so much more. With Text Expander, you can use Apple Script or other scripting. You can have it insert the contents of your clipboard, or you can have it auto-insert the date. Like whenever I um, take notes from a telephone call, I just write XDTS with my keyboard, which is X date time string, and it types out the current year, month, day, and time automatically for me, and there's a carriage return, so I can type notes whenever I want to write down what I was talking about on the phone. I use that time string all the time also for diary entries and things like that. It's just really powerful. And one more way that Text Expander works in ways that other text replacement tools don't. Text Expander is available for Mac OS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. And if you're listening to the Mac Power users, you get 20% off your first year. Go to textexpander.com slash podcast and let them know you heard about it at Mac Power users to get that 20% off. Thank you, Text Expander, for all of your support of the Mac Power users. 
So let's get into some non-tech items that we are lugging around, or, or maybe not even non-tech, but non-computery, right? Because I think it's weird. Some of these things are kind of, they're tech, but they're not tech, you know? Like, yeah, I've had trouble with, I have trouble with adapters and dongles, just a lot of them. So like, that's tech, but it's not tech. All right. I want to hear about this. How how many dongles and adapters does Stephen Hackett carry? I mean, I can go get my snake charmer, but it's it's a lot of things. Just give us an idea. Is it more than 10? Uh, no, it's because I have some, you know, I've got one that's like USB-C to, you know, two USB-A ports and Ethernet, kind of a big all-in-one type deal. Yeah. I forget what brand it is. There's a bunch of them on Amazon. But then, you know, it's always like, oh, yeah, I've got a, I got one that's USB-C just to USB-A. And I've got one that's Thunderbolt 3 to Thunderbolt 2 in case I need that. And it's some video adapters. But it's not, I mean, it's not dozens of them, right? But it's probably eight or nine. It's quite a bit. It's more than most people. I've got that little hub. And like you, I also have a couple that are USB-C to USB-A. And I, you know, and I've got a couple lightning, you know, cables that I basically use for charging more than anything else. But I almost have to have a reason to bring them. I don't normally bring them with me, which can land you in hot water when you're a nerd like me. Like if you're running the beta and you need to reset your phone and you don't have the cable with you. <laughs> yeah, mine is, is probably left over for my genius and consulting days like i never know what i'm gonna need um yeah we're not really talking about today but also have like a uh, it's like a fishing like lure box but i have it also full of like utility hard drives and more adapters and cables so if i'm doing out on a job like a little bit consulting that i do that's usually in my car in case i need something but uh yeah i tend to overpack on these things especially like on work trips right where we're doing live shows like it really may be that I actually need some obscure thing. And so I definitely overpack my gear case, like with the the case I carry our microphones and sound equipment in. I way overpack that because I don't want to get in a situation where we have to find a radio shack and with an hour to go before a show, right? <laughs> right? Like yeah. never will I fall into that if I can help it. Having done a couple of live shows with you, Stephen, I can tell you that you are a different person when we are sitting up for live shows. It's, I get in the zone, um, a long time ago, Mike Hurley and I just learned that we need to stay out of each other's way before a live show because he's sort of, he's better now, but he sort of gets stressed about being on stage. And I, I don't, but I get stressed about hooking everything up. I'm like, you just go pace backstage. I will do all the wiring. Like we will leave each other alone for a while. I, I remember, I think that we were in San Francisco for the relay uh, anniversary event. And afterwards I st- stuck around to help and I wound a cable and you were watching me out of the corner of your eye. And I could tell you were watching me, you know, <laughs> and I, I set the cable down. I walked away and I just watched and you came over and you just carefully rewrapped the whole cable. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Stephen is, this is, this is a particular thing for Stephen. It's my, uh, it's my special place. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, so that's kind of a different thing anyway. Uh, you know, I, I get it, you know, when you're going to do a live show. Speaking of live shows, obviously we're not, we had planned to do one this year that's that's off the table right now maybe yeah. at some point later but most likely it'll be 2021 but we really like doing live mac powers shows and we have a couple of venues that are not chicago sorry chicago that we plan on doing future shows in. and we even had done some planning and unfortunately we can't do it this year but there will be more we we're working on a you know another pin show trip like there was a lot of stuff this year that unfortunately just now now on hold but uh, that's how it goes so what we gotta do so also, before we move on, uh, you, we haven't mentioned it on the show. Stephen did a YouTube video last week or two weeks ago when this show publishes where um, 
he took a bag of adapters mm-hmm. and he was blindfolded and he had to figure out what they were. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to shoot that. My wife helped me and uh, I think she did a great job. Most of the comments about how, how awesome she is. So yeah, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Definitely go check it out. All right. So what about some, some of these miscellaneous items? Um, I don't have that many. You've got more, I think. So why don't, why don't you get some of yours off the list? Yeah, uh, kind of tech-related or tech-adjacent. The Satichi watch charger, they came out with a cool thing last year, which is an Apple watch charger that just has a USB-C port sticking out the end of it. There's no cable at all. And I think I bought it off Kickstarter, but it's I found it really useful. You can plug it into the side of a laptop or even to the side of an iPad and just set your watch on it and charge it. So like if you're on an airplane or something and you want to get a little extra charge on your watch on a long day, you just set it in there. It just It's such a great idea. What if we had a watch charger without a cable, basically? So that's a cool thing. And um, there's a couple other things that often go with me that are kind of tech-related, and that's the, the minimum tripod kit for my iPhone is the Glyph from Studio Neat and mm-hmm. the Joby Micro Tripod. I think we may have talked about both of those on the show in the past. I think we did on the gift show last year, so I don't need to go into it in great length, but um, they are super small devices that allow you to put your phone camera as a camera on a tripod anytime. I was kind of shocked earlier when you said you had a point and shoot you carry with you with the iPhone. I can't imagine why I would ever want a point and shoot at this point. I should tell you, I've spent my first money. I bought the Satechi watch charger because that looks awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's so, really thanks. great. It does come with a cable. So if you want a cable, you can have a cable with it. But it's just such a great idea. And um, anyway, and it charges your watch. You know, so much of this is about, you know, the watch and the iPhone are the outliers because one requires a lightning cable and the other one requires, you know, something much more. Right. So if you can minimize that, you're great. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. I think we did talk about the Joby thing maybe in the iPhone photography episode, but um well, links to that. I've got one of the full size Jobies. It's like a foot tall, maybe, and it's 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 an amazing tool because it can just do, uh, it can just do just about anything. Right, you can wrap it around stuff. You can put it, and it's small. You have it low and close to the desk if you want it. It's it's pretty neat. Then I've got uh, other stuff that isn't quite so tech savvy. Uh, one of my clients is a retired fire chief, and he says, Dave, if you live in California, and there's an earthquake. Uh, the people who have whistles are the ones who get their lives saved. And the ones who don't have whistles are the ones who die. So, wow, you, you know, and it's a good point. If you ever got trapped in somewhere, a whistle will save your life. So I bought a whistle several years ago. I got them for my kids. And that's one of the things I keep in all of my bags. And I also keep a very small one on my keychain. I, I don't know if it's crazy, but I, I like the idea of having a whistle. So, so I have a whistle in my bag. Uh, likewise, uh, LED flashlights are so inexpensive and mm-hmm. so powerful and so small that I've got LED flashlights that go in all of my bags as well. Yep. I find I find them useful all the time. I mean, even just like I keep it in my bag when I'm at Disneyland and we've got a big group of family with me, I'll raise it over my head so everybody can see where I am. It's just, just really useful. Yeah, I've got a little LED mag light that uh, I've got a couple of them. I keep one in my nightstand drawer next to the bed and i've got one in the glove compartment of my truck and i've got a third one in my bag you know small these are metal so they're not the lightest thing but i carry a 16 inch macbook pro so it's not a big deal 
and it is uh, it is nice to have something that is uh, small. And with LED, you don't have to worry about the batteries dying that often because LED just takes so little power. Yeah. It's, um, look, flashlights are a thing that you could spend a lot of money on. The little magnets I have are like 20 bucks a piece at Home Depot. It's like even that's kind of expensive, but you can spend a lot of money. Like this flashlight world is a real, real thing. Yeah, and, and I know we probably have listeners that have gone deep down the well on that. Uh-huh. But I will say that in the 10 to $20 range, you can get something that is very usable. Yes. So yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't need to spend $100 on a flashlight. Yeah. And I, if you do spend it, I'm not judging you. I yeah. have four bags. But the uh, you can do pretty well painless. Yeah. Just go to your hardware store and find something. <laughs> you don't need to be able to hit one of the reflectors on the moon, right? Like it's, yeah. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <sighs> uh, it, it's interesting. I. REI, I don't know, do you guys have that on the East Coast or is that just a West Coast uh, thing? We have one and uh, I can't keep my wife out of there. Uh, your wife and I. I mean, it's almost all my clothes come from there and most of my bag stuff comes from there. It's a great place if you're looking to stock up your tech bag mm-hmm. uh, to go in there and look at the little things they have. There's several things I've bought over the years there that I really like. The first one, and the, this is the other one, almost a must buy out of the show, is called the Hero Clip. Are you familiar with this? Uh, yes, you, we talked about this on a show at some point and I bought okay. a couple for my wife and she has loved them. Yeah. Okay. So I won't go, I'm sorry. I forgot that I covered it on the show already, but it's, it's a carabiner that has a pivoting hinge in it. So you can use it to hang your bag off a table or a purse. It just, it's just a super useful carabiner that you can bring with you and they have multiple sizes. Mm-hmm. They also have a nice little lens cloth, and you can get these other places too. I got mine at REI, but it's just a very small little pouch that stuffs a lens cloth into it. So I use it to clean my glasses, clean my lenses, whatever. Um, As a frequent uh, visitor to Disneyland, they also have one that gets a blanket into about the size of a deck of cards. And it's super useful if you want to like stake some real estate for a parade or to go to the park and sit down and have a blanket underneath you. So there, there's several little things I've bought there over the years that I find really useful. And those always are generally in my bag. Mm-hmm. The mini pocket blanket. Here it is. Yeah. So tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Mary loves REI. It's uh, it's a little bit of a problem. But again, I can't yeah. judge. So I could see that. I could mm-hmm. see that. She's very outdoorsy. Another thing I use, and this is California coming out, is I bought them off Amazon several years ago for um, their bamboo utensils. It's just a little little kind of like a canvas pouch with a bamboo knife fork and spoon in it. And the reason I did is because we, we do go to Disneyland a lot and we go to places where I kept finding myself using a disposable plastic. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, you know, I could make a difference. And also I kind of like having my own. Sure. They're better quality and, um, and I don't mind carrying them. They're very light. Just wash them when you get home. That kind of does it for mine. Um, okay. I, I bought some, um, cases off amazon several years ago and they're just little um you can squeeze them and they pop open and you can put storage items in them and like i have allergies and different things so i take a couple pills with me and i've got a couple of those in the bag and i'll I'll put the link for the product in the show notes i don't remember the name offhand okay in fact, if you just give me a second i'll get it for you all right yeah i've got one that's like a magnetic little box that folds over it's really nice yeah yeah, you shared that one on a, on the gift show, I think. Yeah, uh, my list is uh, is pretty similar to yours. I think uh, the big difference is I mentioned the the point and shoot camera, 
which is really like understating what the Sony RX100 is. It's a it's a fantastic camera. It's more of a compact camera than I think point and shoot is probably how I would say it. Even though the lens is fixed, you can't you can't change the lens. Uh, a couple other things uh, that I carry. Um, I carry a pair of contacts. I wear glasses. I much prefer to wear glasses, but if something were to happen to them on a trip, I like to have a pair of contacts with me. So I keep a pair of contacts in my bag. And then, um, like you said, daily medication, I keep three days worth. So if I'm traveling or, and I get stuck, like this happened to me this summer, leaving Mac stock, I got stuck in Chicago and John Voorhees had to come rescue me from the airport and my suitcase went on to Memphis without me. And so having some medication in my bag meant that I was, uh, I was cool for you know the couple extra days in Chicago. For me, like if I run into a situation when I travel, I use that as an opportunity. Like, well, what could I do better? Is it something that I need to add to my bag or something that's need to think about? Instead of putting it in your trucked luggage, just have it in your carry-on. Because I, uh, like last year in particular, I traveled a lot, like way more than ever last year. And I got pretty good at optimizing these things. But even if you're just going to go work at the coffee shop, just take note of things that you need or wish you had, and then you can make those adjustments and and make it less stressful to get out of the house. Totally agree. And the other thing is take note of the things you bring with you that you never use. Like for years, every time we went on a family trip, I would bring an HDMI cable for my iPad with the idea that, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to be in a hotel room somewhere. And we're all going to watch movies together on the hotel TV that I stream from my iPad. And most hotels turn that off in a way that you can't, you know, plug into HDMI or they don't have an HDMI port. And it's like, I did this for so long that I just gave up on it. You know, I just totally gave up. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't carry that with me anymore. Yeah. Looking in my tech bag while we we're talking, one of the things I did miss was uh, I, I bought another Anchor. I bought too much Anchor stuff, but Anchor made a 100-watt charger a few years ago. Uh, actually, just I think last year is when it came out. But the uh, it's a four-port um, Type-C charger that has a 100-watt charger in it. So I can charge the the MacBook Pro with it, and I keep that in reserve. I don't take that with me all the time, but when I need it, I um, I bring it. And the uh, the name of those containers i buy are called human gear okay h-u-m-a-n-g-e-a-r and i really like them they've got different sizes and they've got a clear plastic lid so you can see what's in them and you just squeeze them and they pop open so you can open them with one hand and even the really tiny ones are great you can you know put some advil and some allergy pills and some other stuff in there if you just need to have them with you and they don't take a bunch of space in your bag cool yeah these look neat the other stuff i didn't mention is um in addition to the big USB-C charger that I just mentioned, I also have a big USB-C battery. It's I think it's 24,000 milliamp hour anchor that I got on sale a few years ago. That doesn't go with me very often, but when I go on trips, I, I bring it along. And it's I, I even go entire trips where I never use it, but just having the extra power with me when I'm on the road, it feels pretty good. Yeah, if you get stuck in an airport or something... Uh, it's a pain, but I've even used those like in hotel rooms or, you know, Airbnb or like at WWDC where you're out, you, you know, you leave the hotel at 8 a.m. and you don't make it back till midnight. Yeah. It can be very helpful to have that in your bag so you can charge your phone when you sit down at lunch or something. Yeah. And now that you've got your Satichi charger, you can charge your watch too. Yes. I'm excited about that. <laughs> this episode of Mac Power Users is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. It lets you easily create a website for your next idea with unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. 
Maybe you want to create an online store or have a portfolio or write a blog or post a podcast. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do all of that stuff. And there's nothing to install. There are no patches to worry about. There are no upgrades needed. You just have to worry about that kind of stuff with Squarespace because they've got it covered for you. Their customer support is available 24-7. It's award-winning. It's great if you have any questions or need help. Their system lets you easily grab a unique domain name. Their DNS the dashboard is very easy to use as well. And they have all these award-winning templates that are beautifully designed for you to show you off your great ideas. I am getting ready to wrap up a website for a local food mission here in Memphis. They feed uh, homeless folks uh, 365 days a year. Every day they're open. And their old website was built on some ancient system it wasn't secure with SSL, so they'd have people like wondering if they could donate online safely. It was a big mess. And so I rebuilt it in Squarespace over the course of just a couple of weeks, moved their content over, set up contact forms, donation stuff, all very easily. And now they can just edit the content as they need to moving forward. They don't have to come back to me and pay me to do it. They can just log in and make, make changes. Squarespace plans start just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com slash MPU. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code MPU to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain name and to show your support for the show. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash MPU and the code MPU to get 10% off your first purchase. We thank Squarespace for the support of the show. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. I thought it'd be fun to end the show talking about the everyday carry. And if you've never heard of that term before, uh, go on YouTube and search everyday carry. It's like an amazingly you know, black hole of content on YouTube and the internet where people talk about the stuff that they just carry in their pockets every day as they get around life. Why don't we share our everyday carry, Stephen? Okay. Where do you want to start? I say, let's start. I think how we do this. Do you want to do it by like pocket? We got to come up with like a clever way to do it. I think. Clever way to do it. Uh, All right. Let's go hey, by let's, pocket. Let's, I want to hear you about your right pocket. Front, front right, right front pocket? pocket? Yeah. That's easy. Front right pocket is my iPhone 11 Pro only. Screen in, face down. There you go. Mm-hmm. What about you? So my pockets are a little complicated because I often wear cargo pants. Oh the, no, uh, you have like 10 pockets. <laughs> yeah, but the uh um so uh, so it, when I'm wearing cargo pants or if I'm not wearing cargo pants, the front right pocket is um is actually not the iPhone. So that's the stuff that I need. And I'll start with the wallet. Uh I've been on a long journey with wallets over the years. I am not a fan of the Costanza wallet, if you know what I mean, oh, yeah. the wallet and just stuff it full of things. Every credit card or whatever in my wallet is always on the verge of being taken out of my wallet. You know, I'm like, do I really need this? You know? Uh, but, and for the longest time I saddleback leather made this thing where it was a piece of leather folded in half and I would just use that. And that was great. But you know, I have a company, so I've got a different credit card. I just, I just had just enough stuff that it wouldn't fit anymore. And then I was like trying to stuff cash in there and it was just a mess. So I, I bought a, a couple wallets I settled on one last year that I'm really happy with, the flip side wallet. As I say, did, that, did I mention this in the gift show last I year? I think it came up on the gift show. Yeah, okay. So I won't, I'm sorry, gang, but I, I still love the flip side wallet. It's just a, 
It's a plastic wallet. It opens like a Star Trek communicator. It holds what I need very, very nicely, and um, I'm still using it. So flip side wallets in there. Okay. And then I'm a knife guy. You know, my whole life I've carried a pocket knife, mm-hmm. and um, I've got a couple different ones. The the one I usually carry every day is the Leatherman Micro. It's small enough that it takes up almost no space. The one I have was red when I bought it like 20 years ago, and now it's just you know stainless steel. There's no sign of red anymore, except maybe inside some of the engraving. And it's just a great little pocket knife. At one point, I accidentally forgot to leave this uh, at home, and I took a lift to the airport. Mm. And on the way to the airport, I realized I had it with me, so I stuck it in a planter outside LAX. (laughs) (laughs) I just stuck it in the dirt under a little plant. Yeah. And when I got back, I went out to the planter, and it was still there. So this one was in the dirt at one point for a week. Still works fine, and uh, it's great. It's got a knife, scissors, you know, just kind of the everyday stuff I need. Yeah. I also have a, a little buck pocket knife that was my dad's that I love to use, but I'm afraid to use. You know, I'm afraid I'm going to lose it. Sure. But when I need him with me, I carry that one. But usually it's the Leatherman Micro. And then when I've got the cargo pants or whatever, I'll put the um, the AirPods also on the right side somewhere. Where are you on AirPods now? Pro, standard? I th- didn't the Pros not work for you? Yeah, they didn't really work for me. So I'm using the the stand. I have the two, the AirPods two. Um, yeah, and they're definitely part of my. I would say mostly day carry. Um, they're in my front left pocket normally, uh, if I have them on me. Which is you know, if I leave the house, usually they're, they're with me. Um, if I take my backpack though, I'll put them in my bag instead. Yeah. But um. They're usually with me. And then what's always in my front left pocket, though, is a a Field Notes brand notebook, a little, you know, three by five notebook. I've I've got a whole whole bunch of them uh, that I've used for like the last like nine years all on my on my bookshelf. And I scan them when I'm done. Uh, And that goes with a pen. I use the because because we're getting detailed today, the Uniball Jetstream, the 0.7 in blue. It's a cheap pen, but I really like the way it writes and it's comfortable. and It's got a clip on it so it can clip to the the notebook. And, uh, that is always in my left front left pocket, unless I'm at my desk, in which case it's open, uh, on my desk. Cause I, I'll reference it throughout the day. Yeah. I, I actually didn't talk about my notebook. I didn't want to make all the listeners mad at me, but since you've opened the door, sure. I, uh, yeah, blame me for this. Okay. I see. That goes in my bag or my briefcase. It goes, it, it goes around with me all day, every day. It's a Levenger disc system. So I have this punch where I can put paper in it and and move it around. And I use the letter size, which uh, it was kind of an evolution to get to the bigger size. And it's a little bit of a pain in the neck to carry it around, but I, I just like the bigger size. And I use with that the um, the Rhodia A4 size pads because I like the Rhodia paper. And the pin I use is a platinum um, pin with a uh, architect medium nib. So there you go. There's all my pin stuff. All, all at once it won't fit in my pocket gotta yeah. carry it in a bag yeah um i'm also a knife person uh the knife i normally carry is uh and the knife people can get me wrong because i don't know how to pronounce it i'm gonna go with it's sog is but it's, is it sog or is it is it just sog i don't know i'm sorry knife people uh it's the twitch too and i have a really funny story about this knife so ben brooks uh you probably know from the internet is a big uh he's a big knife guy and we were on a trip, I want to say it was XOXO, and he and his wife came down for it. And we were talking one night, and I was like, yeah, like, I've got a pocket knife, but I don't really like it. And he's like, oh, I've got the perfect thing for you. And I get home, 
and he had mailed this to me. So it was a gift from Ben, and uh, I absolutely love it. It's relatively small. It's got a clip on it, so I can clip it to my pocket. And I, like you, have definitely been in situations where I shouldn't, uh, well, I should have left it at home, right? So, uh, you know, you got to sometimes leave it in the car before going into a basketball game or something. But it is um, it is something that is is usually with me. I do have a larger Leatherman. Uh, I forget what model is because the, uh, their website is like, it's it's just impossible to know which one you have unless you're looking at it. Uh, but it's a pretty full-size one, but I keep that in my truck. So that is like, a, if I leave the house and I'm driving, I have that available to me, but I don't I don't carry that because it's pretty big. Yeah, I just find it really useful. I mean, I, I just, since I was a kid, I've always carried one and um, I use it many times a day. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm I'm homebound, I don't have to even think about when I can bring it and not bring it with me. You go through a metal detector at Disneyland now, so that's a, that's a problem for me too. But oh, usually yeah. I, I kind of have a system where I check my pockets before I leave and I leave it in the car. But that, that one time at the airport, I just happened to be taking a lift and it's like, what do you do with it? So mm-hmm. I got I got creative. Oh yeah, I've been on the way to an event and have, have had friends uh, do that as well, right? Where they've got a <laughs> they've got ditches somewhere. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I think is it uh, people? Some people get touchy about well, why are you carrying a knife? But you know, opening boxes, whittling on a stick. I, I use it for everything. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your iPhone. I forgot to uh, ask you: Do you have it in a case? I do currently because there's no <laughs> there's no Apple stores open. <laughs> Yeah. No, I I use a case on it when I travel or if it's in the summer because I'll it's hot here and I'll wear shorts and yeah, uh, you know it has a tendency to slide out of your shorts pocket and so it is been in the black leather case for quite a while now. Yeah, I have a um, I have the the Apple Clear case on it, and I've had it now on basically since this iPhone 11 released. How has that held up? It's okay. I was just looking. I don't see any signs of yellowing. Okay. Uh, occasionally, I need to take it off and clean it. It gets like little bits of dirt and dust underneath it, and it really shows up. And I also have the Apple battery case, which are great for like trips to Disneyland and travel days because um, it, that extra battery really comes in handy. And the camera button is great. I mean, I just I love that, especially when I'm you know with family at uh, you know doing touristy things because. You just push the button on the side. It really turns your your camera, your your phone into a point and shoot. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, the other thing I wanted to comment on was the AirPods Pro versus standard. Like you, I wasn't sure about them. They didn't. The pros didn't fit me just right. I bought off Amazon, and I will look it up for the show notes. Just some memory foam connectors for them, and they were from China. They took like a month to get here, but they fit just fine on the AirPods Pro. And as a result, the AirPods Pro stay, they get a really good fit in my ear. And now I'm like all in with the pros. I love them. I love the ability to turn the world out. Um, now that my uh, my workspace sometimes downstairs, there's more noise down there, obviously. I can turn on the noise canceling with those with family around and I don't hear anything. And I, I just really have really come around on the AirPods Pro. Cool. I know uh, some people have done various things to the tips to make them work better. And I don't know, the regular ones just really work well for me and they fit my ears. Well, some people I know have trouble with that, like, you know, I can go for a run with them in and they're not going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. The memory foam, if the rubber tips don't work for you, the memory foam is great. And now it's, it used to require like a do it yourself project to make it work. Now there's a bunch of vendors making them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know Federico had like, uh, like a deal where he took like flipped them inside out and put foam in them and all sorts of stuff. But I'm glad. It's no easy. thanks. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. So everyday carry doesn't sound like we have anything too far out of the ordinary. No, uh, I do want to mention my wallet. Um, it's another Tom Ben product. I just I really like their stuff. Uh, it is yeah. the Nick Minimalist wallet. So it is about the size of a card. Uh, I have version three. So one of the inside pockets is clear. So I can just like show my ID to somebody. And uh, it's great because it's really compact. And I don't, I've got to carry, you know, like you, I got a business, right? So I've got, I have two businesses actually. So I've got two business debit cards and personal stuff and insurance. And I got more stuff than I wish I did, but I can't really shed any of it. Um, and so this gives me just enough space and there's a pocket on the back and I can put cash in and, uh, I've been really happy with it. No, it's, it's a nice looking wallet. I I'm tempted to try it cause it's smaller than mine, but I think I'm in a good place with wallets right now. So I, I should just leave it alone. <laughs> walk away, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, gang, that's what's in our bags. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> this is fun. You know, it's just, there's something satisfying about getting somewhere and having what you need, right? Mm -hmm. And no more. And and usually I am the guy that has the battery or the cable when friends visit, you know, I have usually what they need in my bag. But uh, I I know I I do like having everything just tidy in there. And like, we didn't even get in cord wrapping. I mean, I think we could do, (laughs) between you and me, we could probably do a show on like how to tie it all up nicely. Mm-hmm. I, I really get into that. But the um, I mean, one of the products you mentioned was a strap to hold your strap. So that kind of gives you an idea where Stephen and I, you know, go with this. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you found something fun in there. And uh, let us know what's in your bag over in the forums, because I'm going to be reading those posts and probably spending a few dollars. Yeah, this and, will be uh, a fun one. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see what everybody does. You still haven't sold me on the idea of carrying a point and shoot camera, though. That does that just doesn't make any sense to me. That's that's fine. What what do you get out of that that you don't get with the iPhone? Oh man, it is this, the RX one hundred is takes amazing photos and it's if it shoots way now it's really expensive for what it is and I've had I've had mine quite a while I've got an older version but it they look like mirrorless or DSLR photos. And so I kind of yeah. get that quality out of something a lot smaller. Yeah, good for you. I I just can't just can't bring myself to it. And um, either way, uh, so that that's our bags. Uh, go over to the forums at talk.macpowerusers.com, and uh, there's a thread for this show. So let us know what's in your bag. Thank you to our sponsors today, our friends over at One Password, Smile, and Squarespace. And we'll see you next week.